Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hi, I'm Mackenzie Atwood, and I'm here in the Steven Universe Writers Room at Cartoon Network Studios in Burbank, California. So you know what that means. It's time for another episode of the Steven Universe podcast. And today, we're talking to the Steven Universe designers. These are the members of the crew universe responsible for the look, style, and color of the show. So we're going to talk to art director Liz Artinian and lead background designer Steven Sugar. We'll also talk to background designers Jane Bach and Mary Nash and colorist Efren Farias. And we'll have Danny Hines, Andrew Wang, and Alethro Manilos, who do the early design work for the episodes. We're going to discover what real-life places and objects inspired the look of the show and the characters, and we're also going to find out which episodes were their favorites to create and which were a little more challenging to do. And starting us off, I've got designers Danny Hines, Alethro Manilos, and Angie Wang. Thanks for joining us, and can you tell us what your jobs are officially? Oh, um, Danny Hines. My job is uh, lead character designer cool. on Steven. Angie Wang, uh, my job is prop and effects designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alice Romanos, uh, I'm character designer. Okay, uh, awesome. Yeah, gotcha. So, uh, just tell us, like, for someone who doesn't know anything about character prop design, for example, me, can you give us the the fundamentals for how to make a good design? Uh, hmm. <laughs> that, oh. that's a that's a topic that takes hours to cover. Gotcha. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Do you have a short version? <laughs> the short version is you get uh, you get the storyboard. You count up how many how many new characters, props, and effects. Props and effects being any you know anything that moves that isn't a character. How many exist in the board, and then you you have to design them all as fast as possible. Yeah. <laughs> To the highest level of quality that you can bring. I will say that um, I contributed to character designs for the pilot, and I did not do a very good job because I didn't know what was animatable. So there's there are clearly unsaid rules, but I don't know what those rules are. <laughs> you yeah. just don't. That's I a hear big that. thing. Making. I, I mean, I guess if we're going like rules, like fundamental rules, it's one of the big ones. Just like what's animatable. So right. That's yeah. Good shapes. That's Making the it. Yeah. Concern. Yeah. Like yeah. easy for the studio, basically. Yeah, basically you want to describe as much as possible with as few lines as possible. Mm-hmm. And, and to whatever degree you can, you want those the choices that you make to explain themselves to anybody who looks at it. So it's easily repeatable and animatable. Yeah. Gotcha. And at the same time, staying on with the show. I don't know. It, yeah, and then, and, it's still, and, it, and then it has to live within the parameters of whatever you've decided right, for so the that's- show that you're on. That's why it's difficult. Yeah. yeah. So how did you apply that to Steven Universe then? Oh, Steven was, in a way, it was like really pure design or really like it was all the rules kind of amplified. Like mm-hmm. we were really, really strict about simplicity and cutting anything out that didn't need to exist. One example is overlap lines. 
you know, if a piece of hair is overlapping another piece of hair, any any we would delete the the tail, the bit of the line that comes inside of the that main outline, mm-hmm. um, just because we wanted to reduce the amount of lines that we needed to communicate what the show was, and that was throughout all props and effects. Gotcha. And mm-hmm. character. Yeah, how does that reflect in like when you're making effects and stuff? Um, Danny gave the direction pretty early on that uh, effects are sort of, uh, should be very directional. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're also governed by our shape language, um, which is sort of like a, also a kind of like, I don't know that it's really unsaid, but it's um, something that you kind of have to get the feel for, the exact curve that we use. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very, very specific curve. Um and a very specific sort of angle that that we use that curve on. And so you can kind of see that in all of the effects and in the props as well. As well as like a, a philosophy of, uh, of specificity, we were using um, this idea of specificity to guide um, at least the prop designs. Um, and characters. Yeah. And, character, and characters. Yeah. That they shouldn't be, um, for example, like no box of cereal should just be cereal box. It should be sort of... Um, like maybe a cereal box that you remember from your childhood or gotcha. um, something specific that you can think of or point to or um, that would you would actually recognize as a real thing in the world. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you have any examples of that, of stuff that like made it in? Yeah. Well, for, for me personally, I remember Rebecca pointing this out specifically. There was a fry container in an episode. And uh, when I did it, I was thinking about like the, the fries that I used to get at the county fair. Mm-hmm. And they come in that little box that's um got the red stripes on it the red yeah. like kind of like tart plaid pattern yeah. um and then like with the crinkly paper and then you've got the fries and i was thinking of that when i designed it and then rebecca was like this is exactly what i mean when i say i want specificity because you know when you look at that you know exactly what kind of fry container that is it's immediate it's very and it, it brings back sort of a rush of memory or like place right mm-hmm. and especially when when you're striving for so much simplicity it'd be very easy for everything to become incredibly generic Mm. and for things to blend together you know Mm -hmm. a poorly drawn cereal box could look just like a cardboard box or like an amazon shipping box but what makes an amazon box very specific is that that stripe of amazon prime Mm -hmm. tape (laughs) everything like mm-hmm. if we, you know, if if something had just gotten shipped to Stephen, that would be the kind of detail that we'd look for, because otherwise it's just rectangles. You've got nothing to yeah. hang your head mm-hmm. on. And yes, simplicity and specificity are probably the two most important. And having them work in fusion <laughs> is probably the most important. I know the biggest thing for me is always, or like I picked that up with someone we were doing shoes. Every time there was like shoes, like. Like, you would approach shoes and be like, oh, it's a shoe. But then when you actually, like, get into the detail, you're like, no, there's a specific shape to each one that makes it, like, a loafer, a sneaker, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. a special. And, like, figuring out those lines and the simplicity of those lines is really define what it is. And it's yeah. the biggest thing. So many, yeah. so many cartoon characters have had Looney Tunes converse since, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. Yeah, you got to draw For real sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Vans look different than converse, look yeah. different mm-hmm. than Nikes, yeah. you know. Everything yeah. in the world is specific. And it's all made up of yeah. roughly the same stuff. Yeah. You know, a shoe's the shape of a foot. Yeah. But the specific ways that the fabric wraps around to make that shoe is what makes it the shoe that it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, cool. Uh, what have been your favorite designs to contribute to? Oh, Mr. Smiley is always 
um, an important character for me because early on he was the first character where we I think we felt like we were we we did something on show. Gotcha. Um, everything else up to that point had been kind of exploration, but we still hadn't drawn. Even Steven hadn't been drawn. You know, on show style. Right, so, Mr. Smiley was the first character on the show that you ever were <laughs> yeah. like, yes. Once we, re- once we really solved what on show meant, I think we maybe left Mr. Smiley behind a little bit. Gotcha. But he was the first big mile marker for me. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. For me, I really like putting um, Easter eggs in mm-hmm. in the show. Oh. Um, like there's a, and then having people pick up on it. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a cosmic engagement box um, that's actually a reference to the board game Cosmic Encounter, and a bunch of people from uh, the the Steven Universe subreddit or on Tumblr recognized it, and <laughs> um, they were like, "Oh my god, that's that's Cosmic Encounter!" And uh, it's kind of nice to to sneak that stuff through a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. That would be fun. I used to do boards on the show, and one of my first, uh, uh, I guess, contributions to the to it was uh, Lion. I helped uh, with the the concept on that. Gotcha. Um, but that was like a lot of us just throwing in ideas, and then when since I was boarding on it, Rebecca had like a specific idea for going like a Tezuka route, and I kind of just dug into mm-hmm. like pulling a lot of Tezuka stuff out. And yeah, Alf was kind of the first person to lock into what Lion is now, and then we all kind of followed his lead from gotcha. there. Because I remember, like, Lion was had a very different design at first, right? Uh, it was a lot of exploration. All the other stuff before. Yeah, was... mm-hmm. there, there is a tiger in the pilot. Oh, yeah. That oh. has a, a totally anatomical kind of treatment. It's yeah. gorgeous, but yeah. it's it just ended up not being simple enough. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, I, I mean, the art book shows it now, but, like, like Guy Davis had like dip his version and we, right. I mean a lot of our designs is like us sitting in a room just being like new character and like okay everyone what are the main ideas for it and we all kind of just start throwing out ideas right. for what it is and then we kind of find a direction and then we try to define it from there gotcha yeah. oh I have to add to this because I'm proud of this <laughs> the the um the the roving eye spaceship oh, yeah. yeah that propels itself um by emitting a tiny black hole. Oh, uh, yeah. Joe Johnston and I kind of like came up with that in one of those meetings and got really excited <laughs> by it. And the idea was is that the, the roving eye is like a microphone. Microphones can... I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this. But in an audio class, once a teacher taught me that microphones take... Noise-canceling headphones, I'm sorry, will take the audio information and then invert, invert it to cancel signal. it out. So my idea was that the ship would emit a black hole and then it would invert the gravity waves between itself and the black hole to cancel them out so that it wouldn't be sucked into the black hole and that it could then be propelled by the black hole. And then one of the fans on Tumblr found the exact actual scientific... Because, you know, I'm a Luddite. I just like to watch Nova documentaries. (laughs) But they found the exact like scientific theory and everything that went along with it, and that was really cool to add to the canon. <laughs> I remember the exact like uh, post you're talking about. So like you guys saw that afterwards, and you were like, "Yes, yeah. that's that's yeah. what we yeah. were doing." Yeah, exactly. It was really exciting. <laughs> that's awesome. So, um, which designs when you were coming up with them were the most like challenging for you guys? 
every time there's a new character, every time there's a new gem, every time there's a new fusion, that's like the next mountain. It, right. It, it's, yeah. Or like I was like when like when I was saying with Lion, like every time there's a new character, it's just like okay, new character writing the show. What do we want? What 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 are their their main like themes or yeah. or ideas mm-hmm. that 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 define them? And then like it's it's like everyone's just like digging <laughs> to try to find gotcha. to find this idea. There's uh, no throwaways in yeah. Steven Universe. There's no like, oh, that character doesn't matter and we'll never yeah. see them again. Yeah, everything had to meet the same standard of reality. Mm-hmm. And we wanted the world to be totally immersive. So everything has to be thought about to that level. So, yeah, everything is difficult. But I did three or four full turnarounds of the mains when we were starting before. You mean like before, the core? Like yeah, Steven. But of Steven, Amethyst, Garnet, and Paul. Yeah. I I did them like four times <laughs> before we we got to some, what actual show style was. That was really yeah. really difficult. That was Yellow Diamond was hard too, but yeah, yeah that was that was the toughest. I think. Just, and you did it just again. Getting, like just getting the maze. Yeah. Oh, honestly, my answer for this is really boring. Uh, the easy designs are things like debris. <laughs> Hard designs uh, are things like the arm ships. <laughs> you know, just 100% complexity. Yeah. You just gotta go. Thank you so much, Danny, for designing that original hand ship. <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah. Uh, so just takeaways. What have you guys learned from working on Stephen? I think the big thing for me was um, how... If you if you reach for something even a little kind of impossible, and and you have good people around you, supportive people, and I mean this crew was amazing, um, you can really surprise yourself how how far you can go and how, what you can achieve and the level of quality that that you can bring out of yourself. It's really it's been really inspirational to work on this show. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for coming in and talking to me. Yeah. Thanks. For thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. Thank you. And now that we know about the design process for Steven Universe, let's find out about the backgrounds and colors of the show with Mary Nash, Jane Bach, and Efren Farias. They'll share some of the real-life references that show up in the episodes and what it takes to create backdrops ranging from beach city to home world. Mary, Jane, and Efren are coming up next. All right, I'm here with Mary, Jane, and Efren. How are you guys doing? Thank you so much for being here. Howdy. <laughs> <laughs> so could I just start and ask, uh, just clear up, what's your jobs on the show? Want to start with you, Efren? Uh, yeah, I'm a color stylist. Okay, cool. So what's that mean? <laughs> uh, I get to color props, a lot of the models, like props, effects, and uh, characters. Got you. I come up with the palettes and stuff based off the backgrounds that I get. Got you. Color theory. I do not know anything about it. It's very intimidating <laughs> to me. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it seems fun. I feel like it would be fun if I knew anything about it. Um, <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So let's just go down the line. Yeah? Uh, I'm a background designer. Yeah. Um, I draw the backgrounds. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. That was Mary. Uh, yes. Hi, I'm yes. Mary. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Sorry. Uh, Jane, what do you do? I do the same thing Mary does. Got you. So you, so you guys both do the, the black and white lines. Okay, cool. Yeah. And beautiful, awesome. complicated black and white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very nice proud, work. proud. So kind. <laughs> okay, so like, what's like a usual normal day for you guys? Uh, usually I like go on the server. I try to see like what work I have. Um, I'll look at the, see if there's any palettes, like any new backgrounds and I'll start keying off characters based off the palettes mm-hmm. that I get. Yeah. 
Um, usually I will uh, start with a uh, storyboard panel and then from there do a rough to kind of flesh out where everything will be. And then once that's approved, mm -hmm. we'll go on to final line. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Same thing. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. So what was your uh, background in art before you guys started working on Steven Universe? Uh, for me, I worked in social games before. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, yeah. So like... So like, kind of like Farmville right, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Like a lot of those Facebook games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I... Well, it took me a while to get into animation, but I worked at some smaller studios, actually with a lot of Flash. Oh, nice. Um, and then I moved on to Photoshop and working at Cartoon Network. So gotcha. you started with Flash? Yeah, Photoshop. I started with Flash. Oh, okay, that's um, cool. Yeah, it was uh, a lot of backgrounds done in Flash because the animation was being done in Flash. Uh -huh. So it was a, a lot easier to have the backgrounds there Whoa. and you can just put them right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was a recent grad. Like I, I graduated in 2015, and oh, then gotcha. I think eight months later I got hired here. Wow! So you just like fresh out of yeah you school. Uh, I went to the Rhode Island School of Design, oh, which is RISD. RISD. Cool. Yeah, 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 awesome. RISD. How long were you there for? Uh, I was there for the entire four years. Oh, so wow, okay. uh, I, you know, started 2011, came like finished in 2015, and then eight months later, like I got like a thing that's just like, hey, you want to test for Steven Universe? I'm like. <laughs> Um, heck yeah! <laughs> That's awesome. And then, yeah, and then uh, did some freelance, and then got hired full time. That's awesome. Nice. So, what was the first episode that you you worked on? Oh god, uh, what was it? It was oh gosh. Gem Hunt, I think. And Gem, it's oh wow, Gem that's Hunt. pretty that recent. First, yeah. yeah, it was. It was. Oh man, I don't remember when it aired. Like last year. I don't. I feel like it was part of the summer of Stephen. It might have been, but that was my first episode. And looking back, I'm just horrified. Oh my gosh. Yeah, as as per the norm. It's <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. Oh, actually, great, yeah, great. I love that one. Great. Um. So then, what what's been your favorite episode to work on overall? Ooh, that's mm. that, that has mm. come out obviously uh, you know like, well, yeah. the good lars is definitely one of my favorites oh yeah i don't know why it's just it's just simple and interiors <laughs> and just mm -hmm. you know basic props but i i really liked working on it and then the rest are just not haven't aired yet so i can't right say. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah for me it was um the bismuth episodes mm. classic up with like Colors for Bismuth was pretty fun. Yeah, the yeah. rainbow. Yeah, yeah, that that rainbow hair was like True. giving me a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I really enjoyed working on um, last one out of Beach City. Oh yes. Uh, oh, that was a nice one. The backgrounds yeah. weren't really that crazy, but had one time on yeah. it that I was just like, yeah, was, that was, initial D just, feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was and nice. it's like <laughs> it's one of those rare episodes where we all, like me, yeah. Stephen, and you work. On yeah, we episode. all worked on it together. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really fun. Yeah, it's a good collab. We should do more. <laughs> we, please, it's a classic episode. I yeah, unforgettable, <laughs> unforgettable. Truly, what kind of episodes are like? What kind of stuff? presents a challenge for you guys like when you when you see that episode has blank you're like oh no when it has new stuff in <laughs> new it locations. new, new stuff. locations no yeah. reuses yeah. That's yeah. True. right because yeah. that just means more work for yeah. us yeah. yeah not just in terms of design but just more in like yeah. content to create yeah yeah, yeah. Which is always Gem like, Hunt was like that, right? Wasn't it? Because we'd never yeah, gem, seen the mm -hmm. Gem Hunt North. was one of them, but like things like the zoo arc, yeah, the zoo arc, yeah, yeah, or definitely oh, completely one of the, yeah. all brand new stuff, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that sounds stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what kind of stuff do you have to for someone who? So, say someone wants to like 
draw in the Steven Universe background style or whatever? What are the what are the characteristics of the style? I think it's kind of graphic looking. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shapes, a lot of shapes. Like mm-hmm. shape language is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot of the effects I, what I think is cool about the effects like how much thought goes into them like they actually have like a direction that they flow in right mm-hmm. um, you know I've, it feels like the show kind of has like a directional feel yeah, like a lot like of the, the clouds shapes are yeah. All kind of mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah so I think those are all pretty cool mm-hmm. even you guys add to that yeah like I know what you mean by directional because even in the background <clears throat> paints the lights are directional yeah. like mm, yeah, yeah, yeah they there's like an off register thing that happens yeah. that people notice, but mm-hmm. it usually is in the direction where the light is coming yeah. from. Right. So yeah, yeah. it looks yeah, same offset. thing happens in the background paint. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. kinda offset a little depending where the mm-hmm. light's coming from. Yeah. I think having um having re- we're trying to recreate real life but then simplifying it mm-hmm. I think is uh really key. So everything feels very real. There's a lot of perspective, mm-hmm. but then mm-hmm. also will I don't know, kind of fudge it to right. make it work right. better. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we do reference real things. Yeah. Like we look at real props, real mm-hmm. like photos of places like like real beaches and houses. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. And it's it's very it's specific items. So it's not just like this is a real house. It's mm-hmm. like this is a house that I've been to. Yeah. So right. it's more personal. Like mm-hmm. it's not like there have been a few things that I put in backgrounds mm-hmm. and it's like I have this in my house. This right. is mine. Yeah. It's not just like a soap dish. It's like the soap dish I painted when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That kind of thing. There is yeah. the soap dish. Yeah. <laughs> like there's like a, a shower thing that holds all the shampoo. I'm just uh, like, I have that. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even design that. Yeah. yeah it was Mary. It's so like different. that works a lot for, for like, you know, if you're drawing a house or whatever, but mm-hmm. what about when you have to draw like gem stuff, like the zoo arc you talked about? Cause you can't, Oh, this reminds me of that one time when I went to a human zoo and you know, like no, that's not a thing no. that you can well, reference, you know, you can reference a lot of like, I don't know, like church architecture. Mm-hmm. Right. So you have a lot of that, like kind of repeating patterns and there's a lot of detail. Mm. Um, so I was looking at a lot of um, Muslim uh, like tile work when oh. I was working on oh, the zoo. Oh, those are nice. Yeah, yeah it was super beautiful. Yeah. So a lot of like uh, more... Geometric patterns. Geometric yeah, yeah, patterns, yeah. 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 definitely. I feel like for gem structures, it's mainly just geometry and patterns and mm-hmm. simple shapes like yeah. simple polygons and that's what we base pretty much all gem structures yeah, yeah. make sure it's like as much of Very a departure yeah. yeah much yeah. of a departure from like man-made stuff as possible yeah. because it feels less organic and less human mm-hmm. yeah that's what makes them gems yeah um, that's the right. perfection right 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 color wise like just try to make it look magical i guess gotcha. yeah, yeah yeah like for me i take a lot of inspiration from like Zelda games, mm-hmm. you know, like Nintendo games, Mario, um, just whatever makes it look magical. But there are things that, like, like for me too, I'll also take things from the real world and then try to, like, say if like it's a color like brown, instead of brown, I'll try to use like purple or something, yeah, yeah. or like mm-hmm. the grass, like you know, like those kind of principles, like kind of apply to the show, but not really. It's like like grass is green in the real world, but grass is blue in the show or something, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Color so theory. Yeah, yeah, color theory. <laughs> but basically kind of like the same thinking as like it seems like with the BG layout too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. What's it What's it like working? Because you guys have to work with the other like different like board artists and stuff and you have to go off of – because like the, the board artists will like sketch out a general background of what they are thinking and then you mm-hmm. guys have to go based off of that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's it like collaborating? Is there ever – is it ever like difficult to – 
to do that yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes i think it's very lucky when we like get when they actually plan it out and they put boxes or like oh mm-hmm. here's where the building the sidewalk mm-hmm. whatever i think that's when we're like oh this is the most easy to read yeah easy to translate from like the storyboard to an actual functional layout but mm-hmm. when it's just horizontal lines then we have to kind of map out where the angle is and like the, where the character is yeah. and mm-hmm. where all the other objects are around so we make sure that it makes sense mm-hmm. right but yeah those this, are yeah this is where a lot of the staging going on yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. this is where there's a lot of the the fudged uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're like oh, we just yeah. kind of have not, to match it yeah whatever yeah. works right for yeah the scene. it's and yeah. it usually just works fine because the characters solidify the yeah. perspective, yeah. perspective so yeah. it works like totally fine yeah okay cool mm-hmm. so so one thing i'm wondering is what kind of stuff have you learned from working on the show like overall um for uh, me it's, pretty deep yeah that, that is pretty <laughs> deep i think like working with like jasmine ellie and like my previous art directors it was like of course just like a little more photoshop tricks but a lot of like don't be afraid to experiment with color um, you know, if it looks pleasing, then it's probably pleasing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just, uh, I, I go more a little, a little more by like intuitional sense. So like, yeah, just, um, you know, like it is nice to like have like color theory in mind and stuff, but, um, just if it looks nice, then it probably is nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I just became a better artist in general, just being adaptable and trying to translate things and design things well, which is always <laughs> Those like... backgrounds, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. I, I feel like we see the progress really easily if you look from, like, you know, from... The older episodes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always like that, but that's definitely, like, I just improved. I'm just yeah, I'm happy to have improved. Steven's <laughs> yeah. Dream. Yeah. That Steven's Dream episode with all those, like, Korean locations. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Gosh, that was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Those were crazy. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. That was my favorite yeah. for the background layout. Yeah. Oh I was like, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did that one. Yeah. Those were crazy. Yeah, no, she Those did, were nice. She did the Korea shots where they're doing all the buildings. Yeah. Uh-huh. The buildings and when they're That's traveling amazing. around. Like the little montage. Yeah. Yeah. Montage. yeah. Love yeah. that. Um, so what kind of tips would you guys give to people who are uh, artists who want to be in this industry? Say if you want to, whatever you want to do. Say if you want to do like backgrounds or something, try to put as much background work as you can. Yeah. And, like online. Right. Yeah. Or else you're going to, if you just have props or something, you just, they're going to cast you for. Right, right. Props. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. So I think try to focus on what you want to do and just put it out on the internet and update frequently. I think updating frequently yeah, helps yeah. a lot because it definitely catches people people's attention. Mm-hmm. Sometimes recruiters will be like, you know, looking online too and they might catch wind of you that way. Yeah. I feel like. I don't know if you guys want to add to that. I would say really draw what you like because I've spent a really long time Mm -hmm. drawing what I thought other people would like Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. that did not get me anywhere because I wasn't having fun and it showed in my heart. Yeah. 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 So I feel like the the stuff you have fun with like reflects on your art. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's basically why I got how I got hired like Josh mm-hmm. drawing a lot yeah mm-hmm. drawing posting a lot and then yeah. drawing what I like yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. basically it yeah mm-hmm. and make sure I feel like it's important to just take breaks like oh, I yeah, also, yeah. 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 Just, yeah that's yeah, also important yeah, yeah like yeah. I feel like there's always this like kind of need to be like oh I have to get hired tomorrow or like I have yeah. to keep drawing every day or whatever or else I want to prove but I feel like it's important to be like oh take that moment to breathe go yeah. outside mm-hmm. Like, take a walk, go to the park, hang out with friends, go watch movies, whatever. And that really, really helps with the whole 
What, was, what do you guys say? Uh, <laughs> like mental health? You, yeah, mental yeah. health. <laughs> what you like. That I mean, kind of stuff. Yeah, because yeah. like, if you're not taking breaks and stuff and you're feeling like worn down, then mm-hmm. I feel like that would also bleed into your art. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You don't want to your art to feel as miserable as you right. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> not to be a downer but yeah it's always good to have like good positive vibes mm-hmm. and, and even if you don't like don't force yourself yeah. right i think that's important yeah, just come back to it later mm-hmm. i would say have some other hobbies as well yeah like oh, yeah, yeah. creative yeah. hobbies that right. aren't drawing that mm-hmm. outlet. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. don't want to be like, is this a cry for help? Yeah. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's more of like what we learned, and we're telling you what we learned. Yeah, yeah. we we okay. we grown. Yeah, yeah. Like boundaries. Adults. Yeah. 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 yeah, like hygiene. You know, basic stuff. <laughs> yeah. Very important, right? <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you guys so much for talking to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Okay, coming up next, I've got art director Liz Artinian and lead background designer Steven Sugar, and they'll fill us in on the design philosophies and rules for Steven Universe, and which episode may have been inspired by a classic video game. All right, guys, I'm here with Liz Artinian and Steven Sugar. Thank you guys so much for being here. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> so, uh, first off, I was wondering, uh, what kind of, what are your jobs, first of all, just in case anyone listening doesn't know what you guys do? What is my job, Stephen? Uh, you're art director. Oh yeah, I'm the art director. Yes, good to know. <laughs> so what, is, what does that mean? Exactly. Um, uh, I guess I do call out, so I decide what in the board is going to get designed and done. Gotcha. I tell Korea what they're going to use based on what we've designed and done. Yeah. And then I try to coordinate all the different um, ideas, thoughts, and opinions and notes um, into my daily routine, making sure everybody has the notes they need, has the artwork and reference that they need. So I'm sort of like this giant glorified art assistant. That's how I I feel. (laughs) Okay, Stephen, you want to tell us what you do? Uh, Yeah, sure. Uh, Liz, what is it I do again? (laughs) I think you're the design department lead. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm lead background design. Uh, I help sort of do all the setting up for new locations and, and keeping the overworld of the show consistent. I'll work with our uh, other background artists to make sure that the uh, show aesthetic sort of is, is consistent through all our backgrounds and that we have a sort of unified thesis as to what we're doing with the aesthetic in terms of the black and white design for backgrounds. Gotcha. Steven, didn't you also help establish the design style of Steven Universe? Yes, I, I've also I've been here since the beginning, so I was I was helping uh, <laughs> yeah. set everything up nice. at the get go, uh, gathering our, our reference and and setting up the sort of rules that we follow and and general like philosophies that Got we you. Uh, design by. So what are yeah. the rules? What are the rules? Tell us. I mean, some of it is uh, pretty straightforward stuff, just in terms of setting. So things like you know, we're on a beach, but we can't do like palm trees because we're on the east coast. Um, sort of defining, oh, this is what the architecture has to look like. This is the stuff we have to reference to really keep it uh, having a sense of place. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also uh, certain broader philosophies on like how we go about designing some of that stuff. We try to avoid overly kind of flat or graphic design solutions and lean toward something more uh, formalistic and and sort of observed however much we can while still keeping it sort of 
cute and cartoony. Right. And what's really cool about the Steven Universe style, I think, is the dynamic between the color style, which is trying to be really flat and graphic and tell the story, the color story um, with as little, say as much as possible with as little as possible. Mm -hmm. And that sort of contrast between that and the design style, which has more depth and is a little bit more involved. And the, the... the way that they come together, I think, is what defines the Steven Universe art style. Yeah, you get it's definitely very, very like, unique. Uh, yeah, complementary sort of approaches. Mm-hmm. So it does, it's not like the uh, painting is really stepping on the toes of the line. They sort of function in two different ways. Can we yeah. talk yeah. about that some in the, the art book, right? Uh, Steven Universe uh, art and origins in stores now. Uh, <laughs> check it, it out. <laughs> I immediately. So you're saying like the colors are more simplistic. Right, basically? Yeah, I mean, I feel like simplistic wouldn't be the right term. I just, I feel like graphic. I feel like um, powerful um, is sort of where we're going with it, sort of making a strong statement at a glance. And the the black and white design style is a little bit more intricate and a little bit more involved and sort of... Gotcha. And, and, you know, let's say our painting style was more intricate and more involved, it would be a totally different show. Like if we were sort of mirroring the the sort of, yeah, direction of the design style, but we're sort of, yeah, there's sort of a bit of a juxtaposition there, which is, I think, what what keeps it really fresh. Right. It lets us do, like, um, designs that are very detail heavy Mm -hmm. um, with, you know, lots of intricate line work and then when it goes to paint it uh the painters can use much broader shapes of of light and shadow Mm -hmm. um to keep the composition strong and not have those areas of detail uh demand too much attention right so they're not just overwhelming compared to the the characters i see what you're going for i get you that's awesome um so what kind of inspirations you talked about like the east coast stuff what what other kind of inspirations uh fictional or real life do you think play into the art style uh well early on um we were sort of getting a little bit from everywhere we were we were looking to the real life inspirations uh we were also uh rebecca and i were looking a lot at at various video games we were uh at that time i think uh looking a lot to Zelda, I think early on it was Ocarina of Time, and as time went on, I started looking more to Wind Waker. Cla- um, yeah. And, uh, Same. <laughs> also, oh, let's see. When we were doing a lot of the sort of Templin environment design, I, I thought a lot about like Shadow of the Colossus and, and that um, yeah. starting temple you're in, I thought was really cool. We were also looking a lot at, um, I had gotten a book on Orientalist painting, and gotcha. we were looking a lot at like uh, Jerome and, and other sort of painters of that movement for some of the fantasy like aesthetic gotcha, uh, that we so wanted then, to get in uh, we were looking at mobius a lot for some of those designs mm-hmm. and i've been looking at mobius too just in terms of like continuing on with the yeah, um steven universe um, and it, it sort of became a, a mishmash and i think the thing that ended up being the through line between all of those inspirations was just mm-hmm. that uh rebecca always really allowed for the designers to have a lot of voice in it. So mm-hmm. the consistency came from the fact that I was drawing that black and white or um, Emily Wallace, our background designer through much of those early seasons, uh, was doing that. So it was the personal voice that like brought everything that, together, yeah. drawing from all these inspirations. And, and so we had stuff that was, you know, some of it was taken from Mobius. We had, uh, when we did Bubble Buddies and we were under the ocean for the first time, we were just looking straight to like... Uh, Mario World, so it's the underwater, like, the water levels, yeah, yeah. It's like complete, you know, unrelated sources uh, that we were just trying to pull together. Pull them, yeah, um, 
I get you. Yeah, that's really cool. So, so is it tough for you guys to like, if you want to incorporate everyone's voice, like you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. um, is it tough to like sort of draw that out of people, like uh, especially when they're when they're starting out on the crew? I don't think so. I think every artist has a voice and is really eager to express it. Gotcha. And there's there's always this tension as an artist um, with this personal voice that you have, and then trying to maintain whatever the voice of the of the show that's established is. Yeah. But it, I don't think it takes a lot for someone to say like, oh, can we try this? Or what if we do this? Or can I change the cloud style a little bit to, to do this? And, right. and there, somehow it always works. Like I feel like we have margins that we try to stay in, but there's always um, room for experimentation. And that's been my challenge uh, coming in as an art director it, for this season, um, working on the sort of things that have been established by previous art directors and by Steven is trying to sort of interject my own voice into what has already been established and looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And just, it's sort of like these individual voices as well kind of push, push the style incrementally forward every season. Right. Um, so it's supposed to change. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so. I think it can't help, but especially when you have so many cooks in the kitchen, but there's always this sort of respect for the parameters and acknowledgement of what's there. I think mm-hmm. that's sort of the challenge that every artist has and does really well. Like yeah. it sort of comes naturally. Yeah. I think flexibility is, is the key to it. So, you know, you don't want to like, it is possible to break show style uh, and you don't, yeah. And you, you don't want to do that. Like we, you know, we do have sort of boundaries where it's like, oh, you know, this doesn't look like something that belongs in this world, and, mm-hmm. and we'll have to rein it in or, or redesign right. it. But I think so long as, I mean, from the, from the get go, um, we'd always sort of been pushing this idea of artistic growth. I uh, when I started on the show, it was my first real like in house job. I'd done a little freelance background design prior to that, but this was the first like real studio job right. I had. Just totally and, different, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was pretty much an amateur yeah, at the like, get-go, oh. and, and so uh, it, it took a while to sort of grow into it. And um, that was also true of Emily Wallace at the time, and uh, then uh, we were working with Sam Bosma doing a lot of freelance at that point, and we learned a lot from uh, his early backgrounds and integrated that into our aesthetic, and then there were certain things that we learned through doing and, and I think sort of worked their way into his backgrounds, and now like we have uh, Jane Bach and Mary Nash doing mm-hmm. backgrounds, and they also have their own distinct voices that yeah. I'm learning from, uh, and hopefully they are also learning from the things I'm bringing to the table, and we're all kind of like growing together with having a flexible show style that can accommodate what everyone wants to contribute. Yeah, I, I find that really unique to this show and really refreshing. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that too. I feel like that was a thing what? with the... That's I, think, I think there is a largely an underestimation of how much you can push a show style and have it look like the show. Because yeah. I, when I look at a lot of the black and white, like I, I, I think we keep pretty consistent, but I can look at my own backgrounds or, or Mary or Jane or Emily or Sam, yeah. and I see them as being wildly different uh, through my eyes, like yeah. I, I can know who did what, but oftentimes uh, this has been throughout the show. When I send it to art direction uh, for approval, no one will know who did what background, yeah. even though to me they look wildly different. I, I, I'm starting to Are tell, you though. It? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, I'm starting to uh, tell. But but yeah, it's it uh, yeah. As long as the clouds look the same, it's all the show. Yeah, it's the clouds. Uh, it's just the clouds. Yeah, it's I think all about the clouds. There's a lot of wiggle room in there to uh, yeah. you know change things up and still have it fit show style. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. So what I'm wondering is uh, what kind of episodes, either types of episodes or specific episodes that have come out, uh, what, which of them have been like the most rewarding to work on for you guys? 
Well, we can't really talk too much about this season, right. which, is season <laughs> which is my first season on Steven Universe. Uh, and there have been some pretty epic and rewarding uh, episodes we've done. But I can say that when we go to different worlds, when we go to dreamscapes, when mm-hmm. things start to get really surreal and go outside of the main sort of beach city It's locale. not just beach city anymore, yeah, right? It's yeah, it's not just beach city. And so uh, I feel like that's when we really get to flex our creative muscles. We get to do some really experimental things in color. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the designs can get really wild and surreal. <laughs> yeah, I think it's tough. Uh, every episode we do sort of feels at the time like the most rewarding one because it's the, right. the freshest uh, and has the newest uh, design ideas in it. Right. Uh, definitely when we go to new locations, especially now that we're getting into uh, Homeworld and, and other sort of more narratively infused settings, it provides a lot of new challenges and, and new spaces to grow, which is right. really exciting. I think going way back, maybe the, one of the most satisfying episodes for me was... Um, House guest because after way back in the way like back, that's season um, one right yeah it was I think it was like the first episode technically of or like season one B, B run. yeah for all of season one A like I was saying it's like uh, we came to the show sort of not quite knowing what we were doing and when we hit house guest after after we had wrapped up uh, all the difficulties of, of mirror and ocean gem yeah um, we went back and revisited a lot of our early work in. Uh, that 1A season gotcha. uh, and sort of revamped it for 1B. So uh, House Guest had completely redone interiors of Stephen's house. Gotcha. The, um, a lot of the Beach City stuff got upgraded just to make it a, a tighter, more solved design, more in line with the way we were thinking then. And so seeing that, like, you know, get painted and looking between the first version and second version of a lot of those mm-hmm. locations is really exciting because uh, we could just like see the growth that we've all had. Right, yeah. Uh, it was well, like a style shift. Yeah. Point. Yeah. That's cool. Well, if you, if you feel like every episode is more rewarding than the last one, you must be doing something right, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. awesome. It's true. Like, every breakdown, I'm like, oh, this is going to be epic. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, this is going to be more epic. So, so you're talking about learning and growing. What kind of stuff have you learned specifically? How do you think that, like, talking specifically about the show style or generally about you guys as artists, what do you think that you've learned from the show? That's tricky for me because I have, I mean, I'm relatively new to the show right. and I've been in this industry for a really long time. I, I, um, and I'm the opposite. I am not new to the show, but this is my first thing. In the <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, uh, I don't know if like the show itself has taught me something, but I feel like if I've learned from something out on Steven Universe. It's from the sort of culture of the studio and the sort of collaborative nature of the way this show comes together and and just the spirit of the people. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, I'm a much more laid-back art director than I was <laughs> in New York. And I think that's that's a testament to, to just how easy people are to work with out here. Yeah, yeah I think... Uh... I, it took a while for me to like get a, a grasp on the the flexibility of like oh maybe you know like it's okay if there's some inconsistencies between certain shots uh, that make it a better background or better design. Uh, it's okay for like the world to kind of shift as needed to tell the best story, right. and it sort of had to be that way. So it was it was a learning experience, sort of you know seeing these uh, storyboards come in where we had to bend what we had figured out to match what the board said. But if we didn't, we weren't going to get the best possible storytelling. So mm-hmm. we, we would have to be flexible in that way. And I think that was a really important thing to learn. It took about a season to like get a good grip on that. Right. Just allowing yourself to be flexible so that you get the best possible yeah. product. Yeah. Um, I think also, for me, um, 
it it took a while to like learn confidence in my own backgrounds. Uh, oh, for, <laughs> uh, for a long time, I I wasn't really sure of the design solutions I had, and, and so I would do a background, and a lot of it would be you know um, shaky and indecisive. I'd sort of go halfway on a design solution, but mm-hmm. then uh, feel like oh, I'm going to leave it a little bit open for interpretation uh either by the painters or by other background artists or you know i I didn't want to set it in stone and and i think as i just did more and more backgrounds i got more sure of the designs i was doing what i want yeah uh, and and so you know suddenly it was like we were getting shots where you know i was making shots where like i knew okay this is how this is going to look and i i knew uh if we got close to this thing how it would look at you know a high level of detail or how we would simplify it if we had to move away from it how it would look from different angles and those were all things that i think when you're feeling unsure of the design that all stays very vague because yeah you don't, you don't like, want to set that in stone oh sure you make color figure it out. <laughs> yeah because uh, because you you rely on someone else's voice to mm-hmm, to right. make up for where you are speaking too softly. Well, yeah. Stuff's really amazing. Everything I've seen you do is really good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's awesome. That's so sweet, though. I love that. It seems like you guys have learned a lot, and that's really cool. I think that's what makes this show so special, you know? Okay, cool. Thank you, guys. That's all the time we have, but thank you so much for coming on and talking to me today. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having us. And that wraps up this week's episode. Thanks to all the great Steven Universe designers for giving us such an in-depth look on the show's design. And coming up next Thursday, it's the music of Steven Universe. We're going to have show creator Rebecca Sugar back on to talk about what inspires her songwriting and ukulele playing. We'll also chat with Ivy Tran, one of the composers, and Jeff Liu and Jeff Ball, who also contribute to the music of the series. This is your chance to learn about the soundtrack and what it's like to write music and songs for the various characters of Steven Universe. And if you have any questions for the Crewniverse or for show creator Rebecca Sugar, please tweet them to me at MKAtwood or to Cartoon Network's official Twitter and use the hashtag StevenUniversePodcast. We'll try to answer as many as possible. And we're trying to get Rebecca to come back on a later episode to answer some of the questions herself. And if you haven't hit the subscribe button for the Steven Universe podcast, you can do that at Apple Podcasts or other podcast apps. Please be sure to leave us a review and five-star rating while you're there. We appreciate the support, so before I say goodbye for this week, let me say a big thank you to Victor, Zach Jenkins, NJ Sully, and everybody else for leaving such great comments and ratings at Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks to everyone for hanging out with us. I'm Mackenzie Atwood, and I will see you next Thursday. Thursday.